Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 423. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. That's right, my friends. We are back with another episode of this show called Family from the Heart. Stephanie Ravenscraft, how are you? I'm doing very well. Th- that was like that was almost with energy. That was I, no, actually that was with energy. that was that Stephanie with energy. That Just was awesome. Because our energy levels don't match doesn't mean that, that wasn't with energy. We need to figure out what would be the equivalent of a bang energy drink for Stephanie Ravenscraft. Do you have any such thing? No. Tea? Do you do you drink tea these days? Tea and Coke Zero and things like that with caffeine. They Do just not, ma- they, they don't give you the energy. They don't because my body's just like mm, we need this to function. So no, gotcha. Well, I'm kidding. I don't need them to function. I have I, went many times without them, but um, but no, they don't give me that but burst of energy that that Bang does for you. Yeah. Well, here's the situation. Uh, our episode right before this was episode 422, obviously, but it was October 2021. That was the last time you and I did a family. It's it's uh, she did find her post-it note in the closet. It was the title of the episode. There's my post-it it's note still sitting right there. But hey, it's not in the closet. It is not. We are uh, we are using a service these days. I don't know if we talked about it in our previous episodes that we did last year, but we are using a service called Clubhouse, and we're broadcasting live on Clubhouse right now. Stephanie and I have hosted together just recently over the past three weeks. We've done two different sessions on Clubhouse with the topic of entrepreneurial couples building life and business together or build it and it's actually supposed to say building a life and business together and I thought I was going to take the recordings of those two previous episodes and turn them into episodes of Family from the Heart and then I'm like well why don't we just start the next episode of Family from the Heart with what we're doing today. How's that sound? That sounds great. Well, we do have some topics to discuss. The format of the show is that Stephanie and I are going to be recording this as a podcast episode on Clubhouse. And the idea is that we will come prepared with topics for us to discuss on Clubhouse or in the recording of this podcast episode. But we definitely want to have people join us for these live sessions and ask us questions as well. And Thea is on the stage. Thea, I'm going to bring you on here. And first of all, am I saying your name correctly? Absolutely, absolutely. Thea, thank you so much. I noticed that you popped into the room. You raised your hand right away. Uh, First of all, how did you discover this room? Uh, Have you heard of us before? Or what brought you into this room and what's on your mind? First of all, I'm following you for a long time, <laughs> and you're just an amazing coach. And um, I, 
I am or one of my challenges is how do I really not just build a business but as well a life and I'm a single mom educated to children grown up I had partners but um, as I'm a business owner um, it was challenging for them to buy in uh, being part of the business so actually that's you know it's like when you are the business owner and you have employees they are not that much engaged in your business as you and when you have a partner who is not part of your business um yeah that is sometimes very struggling for me to find the right person and to sort that out in the beginning and not to be disappointed later we had this question come up Two weeks ago, that that wasn't you that asked that question before. But otherwise, I'd be following. no, no. I was never on stage here. It's first time I yeah. was. I just thought today, it's good to use the opportunity. Nobody is there, so I can try to talk oh, to well, you. Well, first of all, I'm thrilled that you've been following for a while, and thank you for your encouraging feedback. And we, we did. We Stephanie and I hosted a room a couple of weeks ago. And we were asked practically the same question. Somebody who had a business that they started with a business partner that relationship ended and she's got kids and was struggling to figure out, you know, all of this stuff. So very similar question. But um, the question I'm, I want to just get clarity about what you're seeking. So how to build a business and a life, uh, how to build a business and a life. I hear that you no longer have a business partner. Is that correct? Absolutely. I am starting over. Um, Kids are grown up. I thought first they will step in to the business, which uh, did not take place. And I see that in a lot of families who build successful businesses that children don't take over. And the kind of, I'm passionate about it. I love it. Um, but, you know, <laughs> to have a life and to travel the world, and this is what I want as well. Uh, now, as we can travel again. <laughs> And I want to have a business and a life. So, and I don't like to travel alone. This is as well something I figured out. So I'm very clear on that. And um, yeah. So any so, advice? Yeah, there, there's a bunch that's going through my head. But since I have my wonderful wife, Stephanie, here, I'm going to ask if she has any clarifying question or is anything going through your mind so far? Stephanie. Nothing's going through my mind so far. <laughs> All right. Um. And I don't think I have any clarifying questions. I just want to listen to Thea talk because I love her accent. Well, there you go. So. Thea, where are you from? I'm German. She's German. Mm. Munich. Awesome. Have you been to Oktoberfest, Munich? No. 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 Okay, there was but, none the last two years, so you couldn't. <laughs> right. But no, I, I've, I've actually never been to Germany. Oh, it's lovely. Oh, it definitely, guys, you should come, and it's a beautiful place. Technically, yeah. we have been in Germany, Germany. didn't okay. we? Because oh. technically, because we took a train from France to the Netherlands, and I'm pretty sure no. that no, 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 no. no. Okay. not that I know, not that I know. You don't have to. You can, but you don't have to. I don't <laughs> no. think we did. All right. No. It was Belgium. But anyhow, France is beautiful and Netherlands is beautiful. And um, yeah, next time. Next time we're, yes. So let's go back to yes. the topic. So, yeah, let's, let's get on the topic. So here, Thea, my, my first thing is, is um, uh, 
to be able to build a business and a life, I think mm-hmm. that you need to put the business to the side and first build the picture of the life that you want. That's my first piece of advice. So what I recommend, it, and, and well, let me ask you if you already have this. Maybe you've already done this. Do you have a picture of exactly what you want your life to look like, uh, be, you know, starting three years from today? Like if, you know, you think about, what, you know, from January through December, three years into the future, it, what is that, 2025? So in 2025, that entire year, what do you want your life to look like? Forget about the business for just a moment. What are the essentials that you want to experience in your life in 2025? Wow, love that question. I love that you start from there. I forgot about. Mm. You want me to share now? Yeah, yes. just just share what comes up. Okay. And, and by the way, up. anything that you say, you can change. So you're, we're not going to hold you to this. So uh, no, no, but this okay. is just a dreaming session. But what are some what are some of the essentials that are most important for you to experience? Love that question. Thank you very much. Um, I would love to have um, going with a sailing boat with my children, my family, and my new partner. In the Mediterranean to the, yeah, have cruising some islands, going diving, um, and serving some coaching client groups, you know, maybe two times a week from whatever island where we have internet. Um, then I would love to have a retreat about a leadership retreat, which I have been holding. So, line, so I'm going to stop you right there, if you don't mind, Thea. I know that's that's business. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so I this would is like to have this good, is the good. challenge that. Hold on one second. I, I just want to point this out for everyone. This is the challenge for people who want to build a, a a life and a business. They they have a hard time thinking about life without the business. <laughs> so the first thing is is we want to talk about what are the essentials of your life. And we can talk about the business sideways. So I've I've written down serving coaching clients two times per week and lead retreats and workshops. I've I've gone ahead and written it down, but let's stay away from that for just a moment and just stay on the life part. Great. I would love to have dinner parties with friends, just with friends, no business, just having fun, enjoying at least once a week with friends some dinner at home or in a restaurant or wherever we are. Um, I would love to have uh, more time doing yoga, you know, caring about my body, you know, to be in. Yeah. Um, I would often, love to how have. How often would you do yoga? Ideally, I do that at least five times a week. <laughs> five times a week for an hour. Okay, got it. Keep going. Um, yeah. Then ideally, I would have a meditation practice installed and not skipped. <laughs> That's maybe maybe half an hour a day, but or or three times a day for let's say like twenty minutes, ten minutes, but at least to have it. Awesome. Um, I'm pretty not consistent on that, um, but I know it helps uh, in terms of life. I would definitely do some city trips um, to cities where I have not been. So maybe you share some nice places in France where you have been. 
Um, yeah, visiting the U.S. definitely some places. There are some places on my list. Um, playing more playing guitar or singing, you know, when friends are coming, I love to be with friends where we can sing a little bit. I love just music. Excellent. Going some going once a month to theater or concert at least, you know, um, not just online, but in the real world. Okay, mm. so I'll pause you right there. So yeah. what, I, what I would love to do, and by the way, you're, you'll be able to listen to this as a podcast episode. It's going to be episode 423 of Family from the Heart. So um, you can go back and listen to this to get any of those if you haven't remembered them. But here's my, here's my next assignment that I would give to you is to create what we call the 50 things I want list. And normally, I wouldn't put any filters on it. Like, I would say anything that comes to your mind, put it down. And that would include business-related stuff. But since your question is, how do I build a business and a life? My guess is you know how to build a business. But the question is, is the focus being on the life? And I could tell that just that question, you, you, you were connecting with just how vital that question is. When So this 50 things I want assignment goes like this. You get a piece of paper at the very top, you write in bold letters, 50 things I want. And on the left-hand side, you write down from the top to the bottom, one through 25, and then you flip the page over and get a second page, 26 through 50. And then you sit there, give yourself one to two hours. And normally, I will, I will tell you that you should not have these filters. Don't ask yourself, is this possible? That doesn't matter. Don't ask yourself, is this uh, too selfish? Is this too materialistic? Don't allow yourself to be concerned with what would people say if they saw this list. Um, don't worry about any of that stuff. Don't. But if it comes to your mind, write it on the page. The only caveat is that I'm going to say if it's related to the business, just just create a separate a separate <laughs> list for business items. So the goal is for you to come up with 50 things you want to experience and or have as a part of your life, you know, over the next three to five years or then, I mean, and it doesn't, I mean, it could be big. It's like, okay, this one's probably going to take me 10 or 15 years. Just put it on the list. If If it's something that comes up for you, write it down. Now you have 50 things you want to experience in your life. Once you do that, I then encourage you to go and create a list of your top 10 things I want. And you go through that list of 50 things and you say, okay, out of this list, what are the top 10 things? Let me just go through this list of 50 and ask for each one of these, should it be on my top 10? Don't worry about putting it in the right order. None of that matters as far as priority, just if it should fit there. If you go through this process and all of a sudden you think of something that should be on the top 10, but it wasn't in your 50, go ahead and put that new thing on your top 10 and just list it as a 51st item. And then once you have your top 10, you write down my top three desires. And this is one you do in order. My number one desire, out of those top 10, what's most important? Put that as number one. Out of the remaining nine, what's most important? That's number two. Out of the remaining eight, that's your third. So now you have a very uh, clear understanding and a prioritized list of what your life, uh, what the life of your dreams is like. Does this all making sense with you? No, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, and I'm so happy that I was brave enough to go up and to raise my hand here in public and, um, 
you know, I, I just can say to everybody, it's so important to write these lists. And I know that, but even though I know that, I came here because I needed your encouragement to do it again or to be pushed by you. Thank you so much. And I like the f items with the fifth. Yeah, this list. I like that. That's really beautiful. Yeah. And, and the great news is, is that it's like, okay, now this is what I want my life to be. That These are the experiences. These are the things that I desire to have in my life. And the cool thing is, is once you figure those things out, you can say, okay, what would this cost financially? How much time do I need to set aside for me to be able to experience these weekly, you know, five times a week, a yoga practice for once an hour? Uh, how, how, much time, how much time does it take for me to do three 10-minute sessions or two 20-minute sessions or one 30-minute session of meditation on a daily basis? How much time does it take for me to plan, organize, and, and have and host these weekly dinners with friends? How, how much time does it take out of my schedule for me to plan these city trips and this other traveling and this snorkeling and, uh, and diving, I think you said, and all the other yes, stuff you want to do, prioritize those things. And once you have that, now you know how much time you have left over to do work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that and that's going to cause you to be very clear about what you do or don't do or offer in your business as products and services and also at what price you offer those products and services. Now, you're you're actually basing your business, what you do in your business, what products you offer and what price you offer your services based upon how much time you have to work so that you can live the life you want versus what most people do. Most people build a business think of anything and everything that they could possibly offer, charge as much as they feel comfortable charging, and then they just work and work and work and they try to fit their life into whatever time is left over from work. And of course, they also try to fit what they're able to experience or have in life based upon how much money is left over after paying the bills, which is completely backwards. And that's how not to have a business and a life. Amazing, thank you so much. <laughs> Thea, yes. it is such an honor to connect with you. I have now followed you here on Clubhouse. Stephanie and I will be here every Wednesday from 3.30 to 4.30 for a very long period of time. Uh, Abby's going to come up on stage. Stephanie, did you want to say anything now that I've shared all of that? No, I just, um, I love that, see, I love that you were you were um, brave enough to, to come up and ask that question. I think that a lot of times... Um, when you sit down and you're like, how do, how do I how do I get the life that I want and and build my business or and work if you if you're not an entrepreneur because there are millions of people who are not entrepreneurs, um, and it can be very daunting to just sit, well, what do I do? Well, how do I do that or what? But when you make a list and and you write it out and you find your top ten and then you pick your top three and then you make an action plan and it's not so daunting anymore. So, um, I, I love that you had the you were brave enough to come up and ask that question because you're not the only one who struggles with that with that idea or, or with that thought process. Yeah, and and also, Thea, I just want to let you know, I'm one of those children that did not follow through with the family business. 
So I, uh, my grand, my grandfather started an insurance agency in 1937. My dad then took it over and I was next in line. Everything was all taken care of. And then I said, Hey, I think I want to give up on this career as an insurance agent that you guys have plowed uh, the path for me and forged the way for me to take over this business. I think I want to go make a living doing this thing called podcasting and online business and coaching and 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 thankfully they supported that. Amazing. I'm just know that you do really a great job. I just wanted to thank you because listening to your podcast and and you know, you are just a genius and that I can talk to you guys here. It's just amazing. Um so yeah, I hope our, we will have one dinner party together wherever in this big world. Um and um you are definitely if you want to visit Germany even you don't have time to meet me I will be happy to give you some advice so just reach out and say okay give us some advice for the plan I will help you out with that awesome thank well thank you. you Thea we really appreciate you and I'll be in touch with you I'm sure uh, definitely so um, yeah thank you so much for your kind advice and I heard that I read similar stuff but I really appreciated how you said it today. It made mean, meant a lot to me today. It meant really a lot. Thank you so much. And I will do my homework. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I can't wait to check in with you down the road to see see what the plan is for the life moving forward. Abby, good to see you again, my friend. You're like a regular here on this uh, clubhouse room with Ste- Cliff and Stephanie. Yeah, my partner is actually sitting here going, Cliff's on, you better get on now. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Deanna. <laughs> Hi, Cliff. Hi, the Stephanie. Sh- Hello. So, Abby, what's on your mind today? So, first of all, thank you, Cliff and Stephanie, for allowing me on stage. I, I'm not a big on stage type of person. Um, I'm not sure what I can add except for to reiterate, and this is to you, Thea, that Two months ago, Cliff, you gave my partner that fifty, um, that list of fifty things, and it took her three or four tries to talk me into doing it. Also, um, so I did that about five, six weeks ago, and it actually clarified a lot of things for me. It was hard because I'm not a list type of person, but it, it it gave me clarity into what what life's all about. So I just wanted to say thank you. And Thea, take those words of wisdom from Cliff and, and go for it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Abby. And, and I have been to Germany. I was in Frankfurt for one night. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have anything else? Or is that what you came up on stage just to, to uh, well, share that experience with Thea? I just want a shared experience. Awesome. (laughs) Unless you have questions, I'm good to go. No, we're great. Thank you so much for that. Feel free to stay on stage. Just mute yourself. And and if you have anything else to add and and, and want to chime in, just unmute yourself or whatever and uh, join us in here. You got it. All right. So, uh, by the way, just to, for those of you who are listening in. Go ahead. One more thing about the lists before we move completely on. I'm not moving on. Hold that right there about the list. Okay. I just want to say if anybody else has a question or wants to comment right here, right now, go ahead and raise your hand. Otherwise, after Stephanie's next comment, I'm going to move the topic over to something that's been prepared ahead of time. But we're open to having this conversation completely directed by you. So go ahead and raise your hand. Go. Redo them often. Um, We redo our list of 50 um, probably, what, once a year? 
year well, and a half maybe because the things that you want will change yes okay yes so um i absolutely well first of all i have been known to redo my list about once every three months at times uh usually once every six months and the only reason it it comes up for me is because you do put business things in your list i would that and i said that for thea i know you normally i do not give that as a caveat the only reason i asked her to exclude business stuff is because because when you're asking how do I build a life, you don't need business and, stuff in there. <laughs> that means that because and and don't get me wrong, trust me, my my a majority of my top fifty things are business related things. I and, know, I've seen it. Yeah, but but then again, I I find a lot of life in the business that I created too. So that's my excuse for that. Anyway, create lists often. Create they do often. change. Um. Yes, Stephanie, I I agree with that. And also, one of the things that I do when I create a new list of 50 things, I make it a point when I'm creating the new list to not refer to to the old list. list. Exactly. You can compare them after the fact. Absolutely. And I do sometimes. Um, But don't. Don't refer to it. And it's okay if if it's if I duplicate the same thing list after list after list. Well, that means it's important. Exactly. But it, it's amazing how many things that were important to me a long time ago mm-hmm. have completely dropped off the list all the get altogether. Same. And yeah. since this is since your this room on Clubhouse and Family from the Heart is very much entrepreneurial couples focused. I think it's also important to add one additional things. If you do have a life partner or spouse or whatever. Compare your list. Compare your list. Do them separately. Do your 50 things get and then have your partner do their 50 things. Do it separately. But then go on a date night or sit down together at the kitchen table and read your lists to each other. And as your partner says something that's on your list, circle it. And say, hey, circle that one. Yep. And of course, that clues and them And then in. you found your 10. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So next up is this girl named Megan Ravenscraft, I think. Hmm. I've heard of her. Megan, what's going on? Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm driving home. What are you driving home for? Uh, I don't live in Nashville. <laughs> Uh, oh, you're I mean, driving home. I, th- I thought you were coming home. He thought home, you were home. coming here. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not coming home. I'm I'm going to my place of residence from my work. Gotcha. All right, so you're driving from Nashville to back to Western Kentucky. Yes. Awesome. Did you have a comment or a question for us? I want to know what you're talking about. We're talking entrepreneurial couple stuff, building a life and a business together. Okay. Gotcha. Any comments or questions sure you, related to that? No, I'm sure you would have repeated that soon, but I wanted to know. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm going to leave you on stage. Drive safe, and I will mute oh, yeah. you so you don't have to mute yourself on your phone. Oh, perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Next up is Shannon. Shannon, hello. Welcome to the stage. Uh, how are you, and, and what's on your mind? Uh, and she dropped herself off the stage. All right, Cindy Lou, you are up next. How are you, Cindy Lou? Now, how are these people dropping off the stage? And then, and then I'm, you know, I'm saying I have enough time to just wash my hair real quick before I'm calling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. 
so you got to picture this. I am head into the sink, dripping uh, water and conditioner. And I love it. <laughs> well, I'll tell, you what, right. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Go ahead and finish washing your hair. Shannon accidentally kicked herself down to the audience. So <laughs> that's apologize. awesome. Shannon, what's on your mind? Hello, hello, guys. Okay, so what's on my mind is I'm an entrepreneur. I have been for seven years, and my partner is not an entrepreneur, and I feel like it causes a lot of um, hardships in our relationship. Do you guys have any advice for that? Stephanie, I was what I would consider to be the entrepreneur, and I don't know know that I would actually call you the entrepreneur in the early stages of this business. Although technically you were quote unquote the uh, whatever. I was a tag along. Um, <laughs> so so what are your thoughts initially on this? Well, my, my first thought is the partner is like a like a corporate job or no a, no like a husband no, or significant other. I, I'm clarifying. Yeah, yes. it's a significant other. He's yeah. actually in law enforcement. Okay. Well, that's not a nine to five either. Mm-mm. Um, I'm trying to think, how did you word it? It, it, the, I'm trying to, it go. just, it causes a lot of, um, tension in the relationship just because okay. as everybody knows, being an entrepreneur, you don't take just up work a whole lot of time. Yeah. Um, my, my thing is what we learned was we had to be intentional about when we're working and when we're not. Mm-hmm. And um, with being in law enforcement, the schedule changes? Uh, it's basically like a nurse's schedule where you're on three days, off four days, and then it okay. flip-flops. Okay. But the problem is I work so much. I work six days a week, which is kind of what you have to do to build a business. And then Sundays are my free days that I completely give to him. You have all day Sunday. We can do whatever you want to do, go anywhere you want to go type of situation. And that seems to, you know, not really be enough time, which I get, which is why I try to do dinners. You know, we, we live together and things like that. Um, and it's just also hard because if there's certainly tedious things that I have to do, I would love for him to join me and do them as silly as it sounds, just so we can be next to each other talking while doing these tedious things that I have to do in the business. Mm -hmm. But he moans and groans about that too. Like he wants my time, but then when I ask him to help out, so that way I could either free up my time earlier, spend more quality time with him or spend time with him while doing the tedious things, he moans and groans about it. Okay. Uh, my my first thought is that that you have to work six days a week to build a business is a limiting belief. Um. Yes and no. Uh, but some I, more details. I also have a corporate job. Okay. So I do both. Okay. Which is where that six days is coming in. Okay. That makes more sense. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm trying to think. What tedious things do you mean? Like packaging. Very okay. easy things to do. You can do okay. while watching TV or just while hanging out. Okay, and that's a no-go. Nope, moans and groans about it. So I always feel Look, horrible even asking that of him. So I have a question okay. about the packaging real quickly. So the packaging mm-hmm. is, let's just say you've got this tedious packaging to do. How many mm-hmm. hours uh, per night would you do that and how many nights per week? 
It's not even per night. It's like maybe once a week for okay, so once two a to three hours. Okay, so once a week for two to three hours. And mm-hmm. do you where where you live? Do you live in a neighborhood where there's any uh, you know teenagers within let's just say five to ten miles of your house? Yes. All right. So, uh, do you have children? No. Okay. So the great news is that you don't have to pay for babysitting to go out on a date night with your significant other. And I Mm -hmm. can almost assure you that you could pay a 17-year-old or a 14-year-old to do all of that packaging for you while you're out on a date night, much less than what Stephanie and I would pay for childcare. Right. Yeah, it's definitely doable. I just feel like I'm $20,000 in business debt right now, and I'm trying to pay that off this year. And so to me, it just seems a lot to, you know, pay for something if it doesn't need to be paid for when I have someone here who can help but chooses not to. Well, that's okay. No, Stephanie's going to I'm going to let Stephanie go off on this one. Hold on one second. Um, Okay. As the tag along, I can Mm -hmm. tell you I was never Cliff's secretary. And so I can relate to your partner Mm -hmm. in not wanting to help with the tedious stuff. Got it. Um, There are things that I've always done in the business with Cliff, but it Mm -hmm. was very clear from the very beginning, I'm I'm not your secretary. I'm not picking up things just because you don't like them. And I'm not saying that that's why you're asking. I I understand Mm -hmm. that you're asking to, you know, um, to do something together and still get your work done. Mm -hmm. But... I don't think he sees it that way. Yep. No. And so there has to be a clear definition mm-hmm. of, uh, of um, I'm trying to think of the right word, but it's not coming to me. I almost feel like I should just adopt the whole Gary Vaynerchuk thing where he says, don't expect anything from anybody type of situation, right? Well, th- that's not healthy th- either. But, well, I, but I, I don't know about that. I, th- I think expect. I maybe. think that could. Be, I think that could expect be taken maybe. to an extreme. But I do. Th- I, I do think it's unrealistic for you to expect this partner of yours to want to be involved in this business. I mean, gosh, he work. I mean, if I, I happen to have a client, a coaching client, he's in my mastermind group, um, mm-hmm. and he's he was a police officer for thirty years. Mm-hmm. And I've done a lot of one-on-one coaching with him. And the one thing I can tell you is that police officers, they experience things in their lives that we never that will. that the average human being will never know about. Right. And the fact that they're three days on, four days off, or vice versa, or whatever that is, mm-hmm. when they're off, they want off. And and right. not only do they want off, quite frankly, they need it. And, right. and and I'll go so far as they more than deserve it. So in a way, I, I think it's it, I think it, there's something to be said for the fact that man, I, I don't know that I would really expect him to want to s- take his day off and work on packaging stuff for your business. That if, if if I'm just thinking from his perspective, mm-hmm. and the funny thing is, Shannon, is had you and Cindy Lou not come up. I'm going to mute you while um, you're moving around some stuff there. But um, but you can unmute when we're back to, to getting 
getting your feedback. But the next topic I was going to write, and this is right here, it says, expecting your spouse to take on tasks and responsibilities that you find less desirable. Now, that's not specifically (laughs) what she's saying, but at least, or I could modify this with what Shannon's brought up here, expecting your spouse or significant other to take on responsibilities that they don't desire to do. Um, and this reminds me in the early days of building this business, when I first became full-time self-employed, there was this guy named, well, I'll just call him Pat. It, not Pat Flynn. <laughs> I was going to say, so, could you choose not a friend? Yeah. So, But there's this guy named Pat. And he says, Cliff, whatever you do, just go solo. Do not hire your wife. Do not make her an employee in the business. Just keep her out of it. And I'm like, why? He goes, oh my gosh, I destroyed my marriage. You know, the first thing I did is I started my business and, you know, and, and I figured one of the ways that we could keep costs down from hiring employees, I hired my wife to do certain things in the business and she did not want to do them, but she agreed to do them. And over time, she began to resent it. Uh, unfortunately, she got really good at it. And, and it, it, she got to the place where she was so good at doing that thing that to hire somebody, there's nobody that could ever do it as good as she did it and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and she got painted into the corner and all this stuff. And well, one thing led to another and well, we're divorced now and that business has gone bankrupt. Because the resentment grew as big as exactly her ability to do that job. And, and so his, the moral of his story is, Cliff, whatever you do, do not let Stephanie get involved in the business with you. And I said, I really appreciate that advice. I, I really appreciate you are sharing your experience. Now, I did involve Stephanie in my business. I, she's not only a, an employee, she's not, well, actually, technically, she's an employee because of our S-Corp election for the LLC, but... She's she's actually the founder of the company, and I'm co-founder. Uh, she owns 51% of our company. I own 49% of our company. And so, um, but technically speaking, if you look at the day-to-day stuff and what's been going on since we owned this business in 2008, I, I, I pretty much do most everything in the business. And the, there, there are a few things that Stephanie has done uh, early on, she was much more active in co-creation of content. We used to create tons of entertainment podcasts, and we started this family from the podcast, uh, family from the heart podcast. This is episode four hundred twenty-three. So we've done a couple of episodes of this particular show before. Um, so, but so content creation. But she loved that. That's something. It was it was a way for us to connect, and it was something that she loved to do. Not something that I asked her to do because we need to create content. It's something that we enjoy together. And had she not enjoyed it, and there had been times she goes, I'm not enjoying this as much. And there have been months, and sometimes there's even been over a year where there's been no Family from the Heart episode. And well, gosh, it's probably going to take us 15 years to get through the Midnight Sun of the Twilight Saga podcast. If we ever get there, I, I've threatened to do it solo to finish it up. So th- the thing is, is I don't expect Stephanie to be involved in this business, but when she wants to be involved, I make sure it's something that she wants to do. And if she doesn't want to do it, then yeah, I have no expectations of her. Now, there's one thing that neither of us really enjoy a whole lot, and that is the financial aspects of our business. And once a month, we sit down together and do bookkeeping. 
and we enter all of our receipts for the month. We enter in all of our expenses in QuickBook. We make we make all we transfer the money out of our Stripe accounts and PayPal accounts and all the other income accounts, and we put all of that into the business account. And then we write my paycheck and we write her a paycheck and. We, we send out all the, and we do all of that paperwork and we send all of that stuff off to the CPA. That's about three, two to three hours once a month that neither of us enjoy. And Stephanie only does it because she knows that if she doesn't, the only way it's gonna get done. she doesn't come down, what would take us two to three hours is going to take me about four or five days because I hate it that much. So that's the only thing that we've done in our business. And, and, um, there was a time, though, where I'm like, okay, I really could use some help in podcast post-production. <laughs> and Stephanie, tell the story about how many easy steps and, and what that experience was like. 102 easy steps. Like, he wrote me out a complete document on on how to do, how to post podcasts. And, it, I mean, it was obnoxious, like, where the power button on the computer was. It, it was really obnoxious and um and he didn't like when I came up with like when I learned it and and I was doing it on my own and I didn't so much need his instructions anymore and he didn't like that I wasn't doing his step-by-step instructions <laughs> that didn't go well yeah I don't post podcasts anymore <laughs> and 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 that's exactly it and and part of me wonders if she actually chose to skip a couple of steps that didn't seem too important to her just to just to get it off of now but the thing is is it was clear that she did not want to do it specifically the way i desired to have it done and then all of a sudden that's where i go back to pat you know my friend pat who says hey cliff warning and and thankfully the memory of his advice came into my head and i said oh i recognize that i know that i if 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 I could hire, I could get a an eighth grader from middle school uh, to come over here and read these step by step instructions and do this. I mean, this isn't rocket science. And if I were to, at the time, we probably had a fourth grader who could have done it themselves. Exactly. So, so it's it's not that I was asking her to do anything challenging or difficult, but it's clear she did not want to do it specifically the way that I wanted it to be done. And I and I am so thankful for that advice that I got had gotten uh, about two years earlier, dude. Don't ever ask your significant other or your spouse in my situation. Don't ever ask her to do something in the business that she doesn't want to do. And it was very clear. She, it's it's not that she had any. She didn't have any issues doing it. She clearly did not want to do it to my standards my my offense was taken with the 182 easy steps (laughs) however it was a lot of steps yes i i embellish the number every time i I know because it went from 102 to 182 well i think it was 82 at one point and i just keep it just keeps growing but shannon do you hear what we're saying do you kind of get a feel for what we're going at a hundred percent. And I totally appreciate you sharing that advice. That's just what I'm going to have to do moving forward. And I'll see if I can uh, cut some other areas just to, you know, hire it out as well. So thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And that's, that's the question. The, the question becomes the priorities and what's really important to you. 
Um, how important is your corporate job? Um, my guess is that it's pretty important. How important mm-hmm. is this partner of yours, this significant other of yours? It sounds to me pretty important. How important mm-hmm. is this business of yours? Sounds to me pretty important. <laughs> However, you can't, you, you've, there, there are some times where if there's not a good fit, sometimes something has to go. Mm-hmm. And that's something to evaluate. If, if, if It's like, listen, no, I can't cut back the number of days per week. No, I can't cut the number of hours that I work during the evenings. Mm-hmm. No, I can't mm-hmm. qu- cut the corporate job. Uh, then, then, and if that, and w- if what I have left to give is not enough for this person, then I have to ask is what this person needs or desires, do I have that to offer? So that's a very real question, and, and I don't mean that in a judgmental way, but it's a it's just a really real, a, a big question that you'll need to ask yourself. Yep. I mean, 100%, they deserve more. Um, I feel bad that I can't do that, but at the same time, I'm not going to give up on my dreams. So I think that just needs to be a serious conversation. Like, I have Sundays to offer you if you need more than that, which I completely understand if you do. You know, that's just going to be something that we're going to have to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. Or say, you know, Hey, what I, here's my plan. My plan is that I am, I'm going to continue to bootstrap this. I'm already $20,000 in business debt for, to get this thing off the ground. I believe it's going to take me this amount of time before I'm able to leave the corporate job. And mm-hmm. all I ask is, I just need you to hang, if, if, I, if our relation is worth it, can you hang out for the next 18 to 24 months? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can, can you deal with Sundays because for 18 to 24 months? You just said they deserve more, but so do you. Yes. And so finding a common ground and, and finding a balance is what is what you both deserve. Thank you, Stephanie. I really appreciate it. I feel like I needed to hear that. Thank you. Shannon, thank you so much. I'm honored to have you here. How did you come across this room? Have you heard of us before or did you just see the title of the room and decide to jump in? Actually, I was working as you heard me earlier. (laughs) Sorry. No worries. uh, Clubhouse notified me and I read the title and I said, oh, this seems interesting. And I joined. Awesome. Very good. Well, we're honored Welcome. to have you here. Like I said, we're here every Wednesday for the foreseeable future at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Entrepreneurial couples building a life and a business together, recording these episodes of our Family from the Heart podcast. So join us anytime in the future if you have other questions. And you can even, and this goes for everybody, you guys can submit questions in the little chat bubble at the bottom left-hand corner of the screen. You can send me back channel messages with that little paper airplane or click on my bio and click uh, send a message. Don't send them to Stephanie because Stephanie will never log into this thing other than here. And she's she's got her phone hidden my in the closet right the now. Closet. <laughs> but you can send back channel messages uh, outside of these live rooms and stuff like that. So thank you, Shannon. Um, I I hope our advice, uh, it sounded to me like you you got something you really needed to hear and we're thrilled that we had this opportunity to connect with you. Thank you so much, you guys. Have a great day. I'll stay on and see you next Wednesday. Awesome. Thank you. All right, Cindy Lou, how's the hair? (laughs) It is good. It is very good and it feels wonderful. Thank you. Awesome. But where else, where else but on Clubhouse could you like just unmute and keep going right like i didn't have to tell you what i was even doing i could have just kept going that's very but true it's so fun that um i've found something that works with our lifestyle 
You know, what I love about Clubhouse is I, you know, I used to go to conferences because that was the, that was the place that allowed me to go out and just randomly meet people who have never heard of me before. I've never met them before. And I really relied on getting out to live events and walking hallways and introducing myself to people and and find and, and and asking questions about who they are and what's going on in your life what's what's most important to you is there any way i can support or encourage you and and um now i get invited to events and i'm like no thanks i got clubhouse <laughs> right it's totally true completely and totally true i just wanted to encourage you guys and say thank you i want to encourage those who have asked questions do what cliff says to do and it will help you down the road um and and also just say that you know sometimes when we're building our business we get so focused on one piece that we lose track of other pieces so be willing to have other people speak into your life and say have you looked at this? Have you looked at that? There's no right or wrong in building a business and going forward. There just is. And we're all on the process and we're all moving forward. And I love that you're doing this particular one every week, Cliff and oh. Stephanie. So excited. Awesome. Well, Cindy Lou, can you tell us a little bit about your business? And are you solo in the business? Or are you doing this with somebody that's important to you as well? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, I, <laughs> I have pivoted to helping and teaching people Clubhouse. That is my current business for the next uh, unforeseeable future until such a time as it's no longer. Um, and I have the support of my husband. He has Parkinson's, so... It isn't possible for him to help me in the ways that he did. But without him, I would not be doing this. Without him, I would not have gotten to Clubhouse, gotten on Clubhouse, done the whole thing, written a book, so many things that without his support, as I've been caring for him, he's supported me in everything I do. So that's incredible. That he, is awesome. He has poured in everything he has financially, emotionally, physically to me. And my life because he saw where it could go that's and it's been that's amazing. incredible that that's very encouraging and inspiring uh to hear about your relationship and and to know that you're able to work from home uh is he in, a, in an advanced uh situation where you have to where you have to care for him as well is that what i'm hearing yes okay and he's also at the point where he can still go out so he's advanced in the place of you know some things but other things he can still go out and do his gardening and his things that he does. He just does them very, very slowly. Yeah. And if I don't have to go outside, so here's that piece, right? Of not wanting to do things that you don't like. Like I do not like dirt. Do not ask me to put my hands in dirt. Just don't. And he is a gardener and he loves it. And I'm like, no, we're hiring somebody to help you do Same dirt. Same sister. I'm not doing dirt. <laughs> I was not made so to know, be in the dirt. Right? Knowing when and what isn't what your thing is. And hiring somebody to do that is the biggest relief. And even though you feel like, I, I don't know where the money's going to come from, you will find it. It will find you when you set that standard and you set that boundary. Absolutely. Say, no, I just don't do that. That is awesome. And what's the name of your book, by the way? Uh, my book is called Becoming Bold You. And it is about 
personality and um, personal development and using assessments to give us language so that we can communicate with each other and help each other. And it's called know who we are. Becoming Bold You. Yes. All right. And it's and the author is listed as Cindy Lou Miller. Is it available on Amazon? It is. It, it is on Amazon. Excellent. Wonderful. And you said that your your business is uh, helping and teach people how to use Clubhouse for as long as this thing continues to be of service to people. And and what products and services do you offer and how do people learn how to hire you to help them understand this incredible platform? Sure. Um, I have a couple of websites. One is myname.com. That will be an easy one to remember, C-Y-N-D-I-L-U.com. And I also have socialaudiomechanic.com, and that's where the blog is that I've started. And I'm still putting services together, so ask me. Awesome. <laughs> that's going to be the best way. So DM me on either Instagram or here on Clubhouse. Wonderful. At people, you or Cindy Lou Miller. Cindy Lou, have you have you been listening to any of the stuff that I've done here on Clubhouse related to mastermind groups? I have. So I would if if you haven't heard all of the episodes that I've done, I encourage you to check out the podcast called Upgrade Your Peer Group, The Power of the Mastermind Group or Mastermind Principle and Mastermind Groups. It, you can find it at upgradeyourpeergroup.com. There are only five episodes in total, but if you're looking for a, a paid product or service, Cindy Lou, there's no reason why you couldn't actually host a paid mastermind group for people who want to uh, expand their use of social audio to build their businesses and or to build a brand or a name for themselves that and you, you don't have to you don't have to go with super high fees like the kind of fees that I do and typically suggest but um, that could be one product or service because things are always changing here and one of the things that I notice Cindy Lou is every time there is a new feature or functionality uh, that's released on this platform, I noticed that you're in the rooms uh, taking notes, asking questions, figuring out how things work and all of this other stuff. And uh, you could e easily be the person who disseminates that on a weekly basis or a, a monthly basis. And so, I mean, you could charge a hundred bucks a month for this thing. You could charge 250 a month, 500 a month. I mean, you could be like me and charge a thousand dollars a month or more. Uh, but have you thought about something like that before? I have and am in the process of putting that together. Excellent. So, yes. Well, if you ever have any questions, I happen to know a guy. You happen to know a guy. Awesome. <laughs> and they have to call the guy. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Cindy Lou. Uh, does anybody else want to raise their hand, come up and add anything or ask anything? Roy is coming up here. So Roy is next. Check this out. We didn't even have to go to my prepared list of topics hardly at all today. So when we sit down and talk about it again, remember, we already have a prepared list of topics. I know. Roy, welcome to the stage. So delighted to see you. And I see your lovely wife, April, is down there. Welcome. And what's on your mind? Hey, Cliff. Um, <clears throat> hi, Stephanie. Nice to meet you and speak with you. Um, I've heard a lot about you before um, I even knew you existed. That's scary. I knew Cliff was married, but <laughs> I didn't know who she was and that she was named Stephanie. So uh, 
Yeah, I was just kind of waiting for April. I didn't know if she was going to be able to jump in or not. And I still don't know because um, our son is sick and mm -hmm. she is still technically at work because she works from home and has for the last two years. That makes it kind of nice. Yeah, I was just listening and, uh, you know, I thought if something hits me and I want to share, then I should come up. And yeah, I, I saw that you were just on your last person. So I thought I'd come up and share a few things. So first of all, um, I, I think I, I know Cliff. I've been following Cliff for years, and he didn't know it. Um, and uh, lately, since Clubhouse came around, um, you know, I was able to connect with him a little bit. Um, we've been in each other's rooms, and um, I, I think uh, Cliff's uh, someone that I definitely want uh, on my team and my inner circle. Um, that is if he'll, you know, <laughs> want that as well because you know we can't make people our friends uh, as much as our parents wanted us to uh, you can only be a friend right <laughs> and uh, befriend people and so that's what I do that's what we're helping people to understand the uh, uh, profession that um, you know that's why we're all about friending and not so much networking the traditional way because I think a lot of people are burned out on it clubhouse affords us like like do conferences anymore um cliff we want you to speak um i got clubhouse thanks but <laughs> thanks <laughs> i i just love that so you know if you have uh anything i mean warren buffett said this in his uh office he doesn't have all of his diplomas degrees and everything else he has this one certificate that he took for public speaking and uh i really believe that this is the largest uh public speaking platform on the planet uh, you can go into any room at almost any topic and uh, get known, get liked, get trusted by the right people. And um, I'll end with this one-liner that I love so much. Uh, when it comes to business and, you know, your personal life as well, but mostly your professional life, it's not so much what you know. It, it's not even about what you know or who you know. It's always about who knows you. And that's something that April and I want to put a course together on body language, digital, uh, excuse me, digital body language or body language 2.0 and beyond, as we like to say, because there's so much more to it. You can tell by your photo, you can tell by your bio, but most of all, you can tell by your voice, the way you use your voice, you know, is it uh, authoritative or is it sheepish? Is it up there? Is it down here? You just don't even realize how you might show up for someone else. And that's what we want to put on the table for y'all to uh, assess you and uh, let you know how you show up for me. Because um, I'm not wrong how you show up for me. And then you can tell me if that's what you wanted to do or not, and then make any course corrections that you need. Uh, Cliff, thanks for the time to uh, speak a little. I appreciate it. And Stephanie, nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you. Roy, thank you so much, and uh, wow, this what I love that it's it's not what you know, it's not um, the other thing, but who uh, you know, it's who knows who you, you. know, it's, it's but who, who knows you, who yeah. knows you. Yeah, I really like that, uh, and it, and a lot of that is it is that's the biggest struggle that a lot of new business people make is is how do I get out there, get the word out, how do I get to be known, how do how do I how can I get the awareness so that people can come to know, like, and trust me. And it's it's that important thing. You've got to be willing to put yourself out there. And the number one thing that comes up over and over again is how do I overcome imposter syndrome? Who would want to hear about me? 
And I'm like, well, you need to work on that because if you don't, <laughs> uh, nobody's ever going to know about you. And, and there's plenty about you to like. And uh, start by liking yourself, loving yourself, valuing yourself. See how absolutely essential you are. And if you weren't important, you wouldn't be alive. That's my feeling about that. I got another one-liner you just triggered in me. All right. What you just said, um, if you don't enjoy meeting people, guess what? People won't enjoy meeting you. So you have to take the initiative, right? And take the initiative. Be the one to make first contact with somebody. I know you're going to be scared. You're going to be shy. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. You're going to stick your foot in your mouth just like I did. But somebody poured all this into me one time when I considered myself the shyest person on the planet. And uh, you can hear, I'm not the shyest person on the planet anymore. I'm getting there. But I haven't completely become unshy. So just make the first move. It's okay to fumble and bumble because they're going to be probably just as shy and just as afraid as you, right? Just do it afraid. That's awesome. I love it. Well, I'm starting my two minute and five second outro music because I noticed that on my timer here, it says we've been recording for one hour. That's approximately like where I want to start limiting these family from the heart episodes. Uh, For those of you who are listening live on Clubhouse here, I just want to remind you, this is episode number 423 of Family from the Heart. You can find this podcast at familyfromtheheartpodcast.com. Again, that's familyfromtheheartpodcast.com. You can subscribe to that show in your favorite directory. And of course, there's 422 episodes in the archives. And uh, you could go all the way back to the beginning and just see how Stephanie and I have evolved over the years. Very true. Uh, we are definitely different people today than when we first started this podcast. And Very much so. I, and I, uh, I, so you showed me that little, our little, what's it called, the thumbnail, and um, our artwork. Yes. Yeah, we might need to update that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the family. Yep. 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 So true. All right. So, and just a reminder uh, for the foreseeable future, Stephanie and I will be here on Clubhouse every. Wednesday afternoon from 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time to approximately 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. If you've never heard of Clubhouse, head over to MindsetAnswerMan.com slash Clubhouse. That's MindsetAnswerMan.com slash Clubhouse. There's an article all about it. You can follow me there. You can join the Free the Dream Community Club, all of that stuff. And you can be up on stage and completely derail any prepared content that we have available because that's what we would prefer. And Stephanie, with only 12 seconds left, until next time, we want to encourage you to live your life on purpose.